0: you're listening to The Shell, where we talk about all sorts of cool marketing stuff with industry experts worldwide. Welcome to another episode of The Shell, where we talk about content marketing, digital marketing, and just in general, all things related to marketing. Uh, today, we have Ben from Stag Marketing here with us today. Hello. What's up, Ben? <laughs> hey, how's it going, everybody? Uh, thanks for thanks for joining us, man. I'm excited to, uh, to learn a little bit more about you know, what your company does, we obviously go way back. I actually personally know Ben, Um, you know, we've done some business together. We send people to each other all the time and um, I've gotten to know him over the years. So I'm excited to like formally interview you, Ben. (laughs) Yeah, Thanks Thanks. for, for everybody who doesn't know you, Ben. um, Can you tell us a little bit about stag marketing and what you do? Yeah. So stag marketing is a, uh, you know, semi full marketing agency, um, we don't touch the video. If you're going to do video, talk to Tortuga marketing. Um, but <laughs> yeah, plug. we, Thank you. <laughs> we, do, we, mo- uh, mostly do social media advertising and, uh, websites. Those are the two big ones. Uh, also do graphic design, uh, a little bit of SEO work. Got it. Got it. Um, any specific industries or like types of businesses in general? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, we've been working a lot with weight loss, wellness sort of companies, um, you know they have a product that people can use for sure and people want it and uh they just need to know how to get into the right in front of the right people you know what i'm saying yep yeah that's true that's true man well how'd you how'd you get into the space how'd you like where'd stack tell us a little bit about the history all right my my history is like pretty i'm it's long so i'm gonna make it real quick here but uh (laughs) you have 10 seconds so my uh high school did terrible barely passed uh i have adhd (laughs) didn't know it at the time uh basically went to college for something easy uh got the only good grade i got really in uh, high school was photography so i went to school for photography (laughs) Um, your your school had photography that yeah 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 for sure and i was like okay i'll go to school photography uh jumped around colleges for photography for a little bit finally graduated after after two uh schools and uh then i Got in the industry, and I got stuck in weddings, and I hated it. I absolutely hated wedding photography. Our creative director, Spencer, has so many stories about just...
1: It's, his, it's yeah, just yeah. Yeah,
0: the stress behind wedding photography is just, it's unheard of. Like people don't ever think about it, but it's, it's more stressful for the photographer than it is for a bride. Oh like goodness, it, it's shy. just out there. Well, the bride um, can drink. <laughs> yeah. yeah, The bride can drink. She can laugh it off and have fun with her family. Like the photographer is stressing the whole day. Right. Um, so anyways, yeah. Got into the industry, did that. Loved doing editing, not so much the photography. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have to deal with people, less stress. The cards already made it onto the computer. There's backups. (laughs) It's like, all right, 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 good. Uh, so editing was so much (laughs) less stressful. Uh, so I did editing for a while. Um, I left, I left my wedding photography job. Right. Started delivering pizzas and went back to college. Really? Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is new. I didn't know this. Yeah, it's deep. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And uh, so basically went back to college, did editing on the side for some people I knew in in school that had wedding studios, you know, that just needed to outsource their wedding stuff. Um, That's my first like entrepreneurship, you know, didn't charge enough course no one ever does in the beginning no (laughs) no and then ended up getting stuck with hours of work and not making any money and um but it was a good lesson and uh you know i uh gave myself my first two raises by asking for more money um until they said no we're not gonna pay you anymore because you're asking for more money right again yep (laughs) you reached reached like, "Well, it's just not worth my time uh but anyways so then i yeah started delivering pizzas and uh Going back to college, I went to school for graphic design, loved it, love graphic design, um, and graduated with a four year. So my first degree is actually two year photography and then a four year in graphic design. Nice. Um, did it in three though. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Congrats, uh, man. That's awesome. No, I just really, um, I think that's where I like really grew up because I just loved, uh, graphic design so much that I just, it made me grow up because I was so dedicated. Um, and I just, it's like the first thing I really lo- fell in love with. It was like, yeah, like I just don't, it doesn't even feel like work. Like literally just put, took like five classes per semester. Like my graphic design classes didn't feel like work. My history class, I actually really like history. So I took a lot of histories mm-hmm. for like yep. my other classes when you're in college, you know, um, art history, history of whatever, you know, religious history. Like I just took just all Just a little history. bit of everything. Like right. just whatever I could take history that wasn't math and science. You know, I just took because I just want I was like, okay, I can do history. I can do English and I can do graphic design and I'll get by. And so I just like pounded it really hard. Uh, Got on through, graduated. And uh, then I ended up getting a job in a factory, still making $10 an hour after I got my degree. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) It was like, I feel like a lot uh, of people can as a pre it was a pre-production artist. So that was really my first dive into graphic design. What is like okay I have a degree I have two degrees like pre-production artist she, she was it like in a printing space? Yes. Okay. All so right. screen printing. Oh okay, um, okay. And I do love screen printing. That's my favorite like type of graphic design. Um Got it. So uh dealing with like screen printing and uh I mean it was it was a cool job. It was a really good job. I learned a lot there. Um, didn't pay enough and Never I talked does. to people that were there for five, 10 years and they're still making 13 bucks an hour Jeez, yeah. and I was like, Oh, I still keep in touch with some of the people for oh, my man. jobs, for my old jobs. Uh, yeah. But entrepreneurship isn't, isn't for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, like at sure, what point did sure. you decide along this journey that, you know, starting your own business was going to be the way to go? Yeah. So I'll fast forward some more. because I know it's <laughs> <I was staking laughs> <Sorry. off to laughs> No, no, it's okay. It's um, a good story. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So anyways, got the job, you know, worked $10 an hour doing pre-press setup yep um got an, got another job started applying because i was like okay ten dollars isn't good enough i gotta keep applying uh got a job as a graphic designer in a tech company which uh i worked there for three years and basically every week uh we would have one or two days where we would sit down and we would say hey what are we gonna do for marketing Mm-hmm. and right. i didn't know anything about marketing i just knew graphic design i was like well i'm gonna make pretty graphics you know <laughs> oh no you can't just come up with that answer when you have a four it was like a four hour meeting we'd start at eight and we'd be done by lunch Jeez. and it was like man it was a long meeting to just say i'm gonna design pretty graphics yeah for um, sure. so then i just started going online and i basically spent three years teaching myself marketing okay. um then eventually I came across this guy, Dan Henry. I don't know if you know who he is, but I think I've heard of the name um Yeah, he's he's a pretty courses, big, right? Yeah, he does okay. courses and uh, he's a pretty big name. But uh, he had I mean, I bought I bought his course really early on. I think he had like 300 people in his course before me. Okay. He's now got like 6,000 people in his course. It's like, holy crap. Um, so he's like one of the biggest like course cre- creators for marketing people. Um does he specialize in a certain space? Like, is that how you got into the Facebook he, ad stuff, or he, was it just general? He does now. He, okay. he he does more of teaching people how to make courses. Oh, okay. When I, before that, when I was in his courses, it, it was actually under a different name and everything. Uh, but it was just like Facebook ads. Got it. Okay. I was like, okay, Facebook ads. I want to learn more about Facebook ads. And I just bought it because I was learning more about marketing. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. not necessarily even thinking about like, oh, I can make my own company. Right. Um. So... Bought into that. I think I paid like $1,500, which is like actually pretty cheap for what it was. Sure, yeah um, oh some of them are pretty expensive yeah yeah they can, like i that think Billie it Jean costs guy. a lot more yeah i actually yeah, have billy jean's course too. okay is he uh, isn't his pretty expensive too yeah yeah uh i, I when i he actually had a really good deal on his course at one point where it was his birthday and he charged like 30 bucks for his course <gasps> yeah. and i was like dang like i know so many people paid like a thousand dollars for this course. i'm always skeptical <laughs> but i guess i guess it's true i guess yeah. they really do discount it <laughs> they really do um so that's actually bought into it at that point but oh, i was like i didn't really i wasn't I knew his, his, him and Dan Henry are actually friends. So, like, I just knew, like, oh, okay, I'll just, it's pretty similar stuff. But it's actually a lot more uh other stuff, too. But anyway, so I bought into the course, decided, uh, oh, wait, I can do this for myself. There's right. people doing it for themselves. There was people in the course, like, yeah, I make, like, $50,000 a month. You know, I make a $100,000 a month. I'm like, I don't need to make a $100,000 a month. I need to make, like... <laughs> three thousand dollars a month (laughs) that'll be fine right um i'm a really cheap person when it comes to like stuff around me i don't have a lot i don't need a lot you know um so it's like okay like i i'll just make like three thousand dollars a month and right if i can do a third or even like a point one third of what they're doing like i'll be all right so uh yeah essentially just uh i got a raise at my job before it like right before that and then i Got an extra week of vacation with that raise. <laughs> Took that week of vacation. Came to Raleigh. Looked for an apartment. And oh wow, you were moving. Got the apartment yeah. before I even quit my job. <laughs> Interesting. Went back. So you were committed. You were. Yeah, you I was just like, here no I'm done. Um. Yeah, I was what like, what brought I, I, you to Raleigh? Uh, warm weather. So I have fibromyalgia. I don't know if you know what that is, but essentially it it's chronic pain. Okay. Um, and I would use most of my sick days at work at my job to sleep in bed and be in pain. Oh, <laughs> it was like a terrible way to spend it. Like, what a, a terrible off, way right? to use all your vacation time. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, it, and then I'd end up still working at home. Mm. Um, You know, after I use my vacation days, I'm still working. And it's like, this is miserable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so the weather was just really rough on me in the Midwest. I grew up in the Midwest. It's all I've ever known my whole life. So I was like, I had a doctor that told me to move south. And then and you did like, it. Yeah. And then they moved. The doctor moved south because they had fibromyalgia. Oh, well, they perfect. They like left their practice and just moved to Florida. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm just gonna move south. And I just That's picked. Up, doctor I just picked it. a place, and
1: it's uh, a good spot. I
0: mean, you. I think yeah. you picked a really good spot, Raleigh. Yeah, I think it's um, really. I don't think everybody great. listening to this is is yeah. gonna be in Raleigh or in the area, so to speak, but. Yeah. Um, you know we're 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 over here on the south. We've got mountains, we've got beach. Like it's a good spot yeah, to be, it, in the it, economy here is really well. I've always really loved good. the mountains. I've been to Tennessee a few times, and I right. thought about Tennessee. That was kind of when I was like, oh, maybe I'll go to Tennessee, and then I was like, well, North Carolina's got good business like acumen. It's just kind yeah, of known yeah. for that. And I was like, okay, let's just do North Carolina, and then i just saying? picked up picked an apartment and just quit my job and I left with no job <laughs> and lined up. And I was like, I'll just figure it out when I get there. Um. Well, I'm yeah. glad you, uh, you know, you're mentioning about how how you got some of the education you have um, with regards to Facebook ads. I know you do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in this particular af- episode, one thing I, I really wanted to pick your brain about was Facebook ads specifically, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. When I first got in the in- industry, I was surprised, um, you know, how many people got a lot of their education, you know, on Facebook ads and Instagram ads from, you know, online courses. But now I understand you know as soon as you learn something it changes um and then now it doesn't apply anymore and you got to learn yeah. it all over again sometimes people that are creating those courses um they can give you more of a like a hands-on uh you know approach to the education um there's people like gary Vee that constantly talk about how facebook ads are the cheapest most underutilized um, you know channel advertising channel right now do you still feel like that's the case it, two years ago is definitely the case. Right. Right. Two, and that's when you case. heard it. A like, lot. <laughs> it was like, nobody's doing this. Yes. <laughs> yep. It was like, why isn't anybody doing this? Um, <laughs> and like, I've been, I've been working for myself for three years. So I've been in even three years ago was even more than that. Yeah. Now I think it's starting to stabilize. I mean, a it's a little bit. Okay. It's starting to stabilize. My, you know, my costs per leads are going up a little bit, but, yep. um, I still, I still, can crank i mean my, not myself necessarily but people i know are still cranking out 70 cent leads and stuff like that for what they're doing i'm like you guys are awesome yeah, yeah <laughs> so it's course. still like i mean from compared to everything else yeah i think it's still super super underpriced a lot of our viewers too are not necessarily like uh well you know obviously this is a new podcast but a lot of the target audience we are trying to reach with this podcast the information we're trying to deliver it's not usually people that are just like brand new into the space right so Um, They usually like managing a team or they've been doing this for a little while Um, as like a like another marketing expert um, Do you have any like favorite mediums or channels that you would refer people to to stay up-to-date on changes? Uh, Because I had a list of different questions that I was gonna ask you with regards to like changes that Facebook Ads is doing But by the time this is posted. Yeah, I'm (laughs) sure there's gonna be new ones. right? right? So where do you go to for your information? How do you stay up-to-date? I I watch all the nerdy okay facebook direct sort of videos i just watched the oculus connect yesterday okay um nobody watches that i mean nobody probably knew what was going on i watched it you know um facebook's coming out with a vr platform so that would be very cool so you guys should check that out i, I, in early saw, I next saw it year. on my thingy um, today like yeah, the yeah i have a corner. vr by the way i'm kind of nerdy like that but, oh that's awesome um, <laughs> but yeah i mean i i read it i i go deep with that stuff um you know, I guess just being the professional in the, in my in my field is like I got to know um, otherwise buying into masterminds. I mean, usually somebody in the masterminds, okay, yeah. somebody in the mastermind knows and they're they're that same fabric of nerd that I am that goes too deep with, you know, information. And yeah. Then, uh, and then they just start spreading it. So you know, if you're buying into masterminds, I think that's really a great way to go. I, I think there's uh, there's a lot of value in just being a part of a group. Just yeah. like you were like with the masterminds, I think oh, yeah, that's definitely. one of my favorite things. It's like For you're sure. part of a group that has similar goals, and one person figures it out, shares it with everybody. So that yeah. makes sense. Have you ever had anything where? uh this is more just kind of like story time i guess but (laughs) have you ever had a scenario where facebook implemented a change and it just you had to completely redo like a campaign or completely reevaluate something you have any cool stories like (laughs) yeah i got a really good one Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i got a really good one uh so (laughs) so, i mean i don't even know if people even realize this change had happened okay quote unquote happened but uh you know back i think it was probably like two years ago now they had basically put a cap on how many ad accounts you can create and you had to spend so much on ad accounts on specific like on certain ad accounts you had to spend so much across the board and when i first started i had done just like a new ad account for a client i was just testing something with and then another new ad account for the client i was just testing and they were your with. personal ad accounts or uh, i made ad ad, i mean i made it was in all in my business manager oh uh, yeah yeah um but i was making ad accounts and like spending 20 bucks and then something wouldn't work and then they would go by and i was like i made all the mistakes in the beginning that everybody makes oh sure but yeah. uh so then i would have all these shut down ad accounts and i couldn't make more ad accounts i got screwed like they were like they went from like 800 ad accounts down to 10 i had 800 and then they pushed everyone back down to like 10 ad accounts oh my goodness! and i was like okay i have like two ad account spots left what if i get three new customers <laughs> so then i just made i made a new business manager so i ended up with 10 more ad account spots well I, they give you one and then it, you can grow it yeah um yeah. and it's like okay i don't like how they did that and they ended up screwing me like i actually like stalled for a month because i didn't know what to do Oh, man. And I was like, okay, what do I do? I can't. I mean, it's like I shouldn't be afraid to get more clients, but I was because I anxiety. But sure, yeah, I, you know, it's just like, it oh, <laughs> okay, like so that was like, I mean, that was a pretty big shock to a lot of people in the industry because they were like, nobody was expecting that. And then like, you used to be able to just ask them for more ad accounts, and then they started telling people, no, we're not going to give you more ad accounts. And I was like, okay, well, I got some. I just i I made on my one on my one business manager. I made a ad account, just named it with my, you know, Ben's credit card. Sure. Boom. Yeah. That's my one ad account on that. And then the other ones that just, that's what I'd make new ad accounts. But if someone wasn't like full on in and fully dedicated and I wasn't sure if they were going to like really be a, my best customer, which I I would still take on in the beginning because it's like, you need money to make sure. Oh yeah. You, yeah, you got to survive. We took but, on so many yeah, I took on some people. customers yeah. at the beginning too. If if they're uh, what I thought was unqualified, I wouldn't make them a new ad account. I'd put right. them in my personal ad account do you ever um well, what's the purpose of doing it that way like do you ever have you ever just um, created an ad account on their behalf like with them and then left all the information with them yeah so this maybe it's anxiety and just horror stories or whatever across the industry mm-hmm. but people were telling me that they would create all the ads get everything built and then that person would kick them out of their business manager right yeah because they have and then control. they can just take your ads and walk away um you and me both know that even if they take your ads and walk away it's not gonna It's not going to be as easy for them as they think. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) You know, it's like, okay, good luck taking your ads and walking away. You'll have good ads, but good luck making that actually work. Yeah. Um, It doesn't work like that. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, well, well, I guess. The the other question I had too with uh, with regards to like Facebook ad changes, mm-hmm. um, there's there's been a lot of scenarios where where like Facebook will go oh we're changing the amount of text you could do like I think this summer they did a thing where um you they reduced the number of lines that are shown uh you know from from each ad from i think it was like seven to three or something like that yeah um do you do all the copy yourself do you do you ever like work with the copywriters i work on it just... all myself all right so um, you do you do everything yeah so i have friends. Right friend that was copywriter and i talk to them about doing it for me back in the day um copywriters are all sorts of different oh absolutely some of them, some of them will write ad copy but some of them just do like blog posts and some of them just, like, right for english prose yeah, yeah, well, whatever. I think it's important um, to find like, and it's like someone okay. who specializes in what yeah, you're looking for. Yeah. I think right? if you're going to going to do that, you got to find someone who specializes in it. What I just did is I just learned from people and talked to people in mastermind groups and you know, got better at ad copy. Have um, you ever seen anybody who has taken the time to like hire a specialist like an ad copy writer? Yeah, uh, to run their campaign and have you see like, do you think that it would make a significant difference? Like, I, I think you you need to do that eventually. Um, makes sense. It's it's you'll find that, you know, if they can do it better, faster in less amount of time and you're going to make money and it's a good invest. It, it comes down as an investment, right? Yeah. It's like you should just eventually outsource everything. Um, and then it's like, OK, you know, if it's going to make me two thousand dollars and I'm going to spend a thousand on it. Boom, done, you know, and then that's what I find more that the people that are doing that are like the people making 100000 hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. $200,000. they just like, I just want the best person working on it, yeah. and um, I'm just going to work on focusing on getting more clients, and they can focus on writing the ad copy and doing the other stuff, because yeah, then absolutely. I don't have to worry about ad copy, and I can just get more clients and then give it to them, and then I'll make more money. Um, so it's just the outsourcing, you know, predicament. That's true, and I think that <laughs> applies like in everything, you know, whether yeah. it's video, whether it's websites. It's, yeah. It's, oh uh, yeah. That that's definitely across the board. Um, you know, if you got I think they have to be good at decent ad copy to be able to hand it off too. Yep. they can't true. just be bad at it and outsource it right away because <laughs> you won't know what's good at the other end. You gotta hope just hope and pray, but you oh, know, very true. Um yeah. And then just try A B test. <laughs> yeah, testing. Testing, <laughs> testing. Lots of testing, testing and then Lots when of, you're done testing it, test it again. Yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, you mentioned some stuff about the business manager. I also heard that they're doing a lot of changes to business manager. Um, like one of my uh, business manager is, is great. It's fantastic, <laughs> yeah. but it's also one of the things that keeps me up at night.
1: <laughs> you yeah. know, like
0: uh, um, there's we use uh, uh, for some of not necessarily for Facebook ads. Uh, most more for Google Ads, we use software called WordStream to manage yeah, no our known. like PPC ad campaigns. Yeah, and I know there's software that helps you do the same thing for um, to the for the Facebook Business Manager side. Like, it just makes it easier to use. Um, I think the fact that businesses like that exist um, kind of it's it's stating the obvious. I think those companies exist because Business Manager isn't what it should be. Um, some of these changes that are coming up yeah. are nice, but like, do you do you ever feel like uh, I mean? Are you comfortable I think, with the way business manager is right now? Any comments um, on that or I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But I also spend my every day. It. It's true. Like, yeah, yeah, it's true. like uh but there is anything for someone could, new getting into it, yikes. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just it's a nightmare. Um, I think the biggest the biggest pain for okay okay us is it, just though. managing the uh managing the different like uh uh you know adding adding and onboarding new clients and doing that kind of thing um, yeah i wish that was a little bit different yeah just if it the, was, the user experience if it, was, it yeah they i don't think they really think about user experience on the back end they're like they're just kind of like hey we have this tool gonna, that you need to figure out we're gonna puke everything out on a page and you got it right <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they do the front end that's why they that's why the front end that's is so leverage, clean right <laughs> yeah yeah because they know yeah. you're gonna use it anyways yeah. it's like it doesn't even matter you're gonna have to figure it out because yeah you and i don't see. know if it's because they can just get the people who don't know how to learn it to like boost a post, mm-hmm. just move on. Yep, that's um, true. And that's you know the easy button, and then they make more money that way. I mean, it's yeah, just that's, the way very it is. that's very true. It's very true. Well, I know um, another big topic. Um, I, this definitely is going to come out on time, uh, but I guess this is also evergreen as well. But like, yeah, uh, right now when we're recording this, it's end of September, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody that is in the e-commerce space, pretty much most businesses right now are doing a lot of their planning for the holiday season uh end of year like do you do anything special with your clients are you guys talking Um, about that right now is that coming up later (laughs) like do you even change anything no not really okay no um you know i you can run specials i mean that's not a bad time to run specials um but if i got something that's working for 10 other months of the year you know, I'm gonna at least really about running while I run a special on the side. Yeah, absolutely. Um And I think it's also more common in the e-commerce space. Which, come to think of it, I mean, we both don't in really the e-com. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Both I mean, don't really like dabble in too much. E-com, so. I think, is bigger for sure. For the holidays, you know, I mostly do the lead generation for non-e-com businesses. But Yep. e-com, yep, e-com, e-com, yeah, I think is it can be big for e-com. Um, yeah, it's a different animal for sure. Another animal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother, uh, couple hour conversation for sure. <laughs> well, and, and this might be too, like this question might be yeah. way too vague, but, uh, to kind of like tie everything together, like most of what we talked about was Facebook ads, right? Yeah. Um, you know, if you could go back in time and give yourself some advice or if anybody's watching this and they're, you know, pretty like intermediate with Facebook ads, they're not necessarily seeing the res- like it's not maybe it's not yeah. failing it's not a complete flop but they're not seeing the results that they wish they saw like what's what's your go to uh advice that you tell people in that situation um wow that's, that's a really good hired, question right? that is a really good <laughs> question um i mean i could probably spew out 10 i think one of my things is they they're trying too hard all
1: right, um, all right that's fair they're trying
0: to do all this detailed targeting mm-hmm. when secretly between me and you uh (laughs) i i can leave it blank most of the time with no detailed targeting and get better results why do you think that's the case i've seen that happen a dozen times it, it it befuddles me every time i don't i don't have an answer for that um i don't know if it's just more people you know you're trying too hard and you're like okay well i don't I myself don't go and like dog pages on Facebook, but you're a dog person, but I love my dog, you know, uh, and I don't really get delivered dog ads because I don't like dog pages on Facebook. Right. Um, so, you know, I'm sure I still get some dog ads, mostly retargeting, obviously. Um, but not to the extent that I think Facebook could have been reaching me for Mm -hmm. dog ads. Makes Um, so it's like, okay, uh, that's strange. Um, I'm also in the middle of nowhere, so nobody really targets me. <laughs> but-, <laughs> <laughs> but that's an anomaly, though, right? Yeah, yeah that's just kind of <laughs> the case. But, um, you know, I, there's definitely the big i'm not getting char, i'm not getting ads for chewy and i know chewy spends both yeah, of, they spend a ton of money. Uh, on facebook ads so it's like okay why am i not getting the chewy ads yeah because i yeah. want those i want the discount <laughs> send me ads chewy <laughs> <laughs> just speak it into your phone a few times and it'll yeah. pick you up yeah it'll pick me up for sure yeah so <laughs> you know i don't, so know. don't try uh, too hard yeah i think if you don't know, do do 2 sets split test right do one with the targeting you're going to do, do one without any tart detailed targeting and just see what works and then turn it off. Turn off the other one. Why not? So Split keep test. it simple. Basically. Keep, keep it, it simple. Use yeah. Common keep sense. It simple. Use common sense. And, uh, and don't um, try to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the book cash for too, for writing. I think that's a cash for I don't know who writes. That. I can't remember, but, uh, it's a really good book for writing oh, ad copy. I and part. I think, okay. yeah, it's a really good book for uh, writing ad copy. And I think if people are struggling and they don't, maybe their ad copy needs some tweaking. I think cash advertising is a good one to go after as well. Interesting. Um, that's a really good book. I'll have to There's check a lot. out. I'm, I'm a myself. book nerd too. Um, yeah. What are your business What's, books? What are your top three books? Uh, story Brand. Definitely that's Story Brand. Yeah. Um, I like, uh, it's not necessarily a book. But uh, Tony Robbins courses, <laughs> in general, Tony Robbins, Tony I Robbins, mean, Tony I mean, Tony Robbins is, Tony is good. Robbins is good. Um, and uh, if I had to pick one more, I mean, I'm three quarters through the pumpkin plan right now. Never heard of that. Uh, okay. Mike, pumpkin Michael Merkowitz or something like that. OK. Um, yeah, it's really good. I'm really liking that book right now. interesting. Um, I might go through it again after I finish it actually. It's a really good I'll book. I'll have to check that one out um, and then the uh, cash cash advertising cash advertising. Yeah. that's a good book too i'll try both of those so. um, yeah. um there's well some, i'm sure there's like 20 more on my list that i could spew off but i, I know there's, I a, to there's a ton of good business books i always um, like to ask people what their top books are though yeah i'm uh, curious to see what they what they're into yeah 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 i do um, i do that too <laughs> well just uh for the sake of time ben appreciate everything that you've said uh where can people find you what are you working on like any sort of plug you want to throw out right now uh the best place to find me is just add me on facebook ben Jaros, J-A-R-O-S-Z as in zebra. Um, add my personal profile. You, you know, I, I'm i really good at just posting results. I'm not great at making content, but, uh, you know, you get busy and you just don't do it. And Yeah, we were just talking uh, about that before we started. <laughs> but, uh, you know, adding me on there, um, if you're around the Raleigh area, you know, hit me up, grab a coffee with me, you know. Uh, and then, of course, you, sure go. you can find them on the website, right? Like- and, yeah, Marketing. My website. So awesome. No nope. awesome. no dot com at the end. I know. I thought that was kind of So unique. people always get that Yeah, all the dot coms are getting snatched up. <laughs> I know. I know. I know they're expensive. Yeah. All right, man. Well, appreciate your time. Um that pretty much concludes the episode. Appreciate everything, all the information, and uh hope to have you back here sometime soon, man. Thanks.